We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. again. Commies. It's Monday. Oh, another week. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday. Monday, September 11th. Uh-oh. It's when everybody gets all weird on 9-11. I don't get weird. I I lived it. I, I just... It's one of those things everybody, you know, wants to post about 9-11 all day and put really ridiculous, stupid pictures up. And, and I guess everybody deals with it in their own way. And I always... uh, I'm like, ugh. It's either like, dude, you weren't even born yet, or you were three. Stop posting pictures of exploding buildings on your timeline and then talking about all these conspiracy 
theory nonsense shit stories that I can't stand, especially like on the day. And it's like, just, just shut up. Just shut up enough. Anyway, whatever. Enough of that. Listen, hit the like, hit the follow, hit the subscribe, whatever button you got available. And actually, you just reminded me because you put them in eight hour mod, one of our great mods, AP Unfiltered, put together a bunch of emojis for our chat. So if you hit the emoji button, we have all kinds of custom emojis. We got Trump dancing. We got all kinds of stuff. And we're going to add more. We need, I meant to send the message, AP Unfiltered. We need a Trump mugshot emoji. We need that. I think there was an animated one I saw that was pretty cool. I don't know. I They can get addicting. So when you hit your uh, your emojis there, you'll see a bunch of uh, custom ones just, just for the chat. Thank you to our... Again, our mod AP unfiltered for that. And, you know, he's running the Discord, which I think a couple people joined. All right, we got a lot going on. Uh, first of all, um, hold on. Thanks for everybody that hit the follow button over the past couple days because that's that's been great. The Rumble channel is growing. I think we're only a few more um, from like 2,100 followers on Rumble which is great. The viewership has been increasing. So uh, all good in that world. A sunny day in Florida. Oh, Florida sounds good right now. It's a rainy, dreary day in New York, at least where I am. Rumble has a mugshot emoji under the Rumble tab. All right. Oh, not a, oh, it doesn't work on the phone app? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, if you're watching on the phone, the, the, the app. The uh, emojis don't work. I guess you'll just have to watch on a computer. I don't know. You can watch uh, Rumble on Roku now. They they redid their entire uh, Roku platform, Rumble, and uh, it's actually pretty cool. It it works similar, if not better than uh, than YouTube, which uh, I like. So you can watch every morning if you have Roku, and I think on Fire Stick too. Rumble has it. You go right on your smart TV to rumble and watch. You just can't, you can't be in the live chat. If you want to be in the live chat, you got to watch on your TV and then like have your device so you can chat. So however it goes. Anyway. So yeah, Donald Trump did some, uh, did some traveling. Actually, you know what I got? He made some, he made a short video. We'll play that. Made a short video remarks of, uh, the 22nd anniversary of... I can't believe it's 22 years already. That's wild. How... It's like, now it's to the point where like, oh, I've been out of high school how long? Oh, September 11th was how long? You know, especially like when you were, when you, when you were there and you, and you lived through it and, and everything. It's like, I, I, it feels like... Sometimes it feels like, oh, maybe it was, it was just not too long ago. 22 years ago. That's a long time. So Donald Trump put out a video, I think, early this morning... On, he made his uh, some remarks on it. Let's let's take a listen to the 45th president. No one who lived through the horror of the September 11th terrorist attacks can ever forget the agony and the anguish of that terrible day. It was a terrible day. The images of dark plumes of smoke billowing over Lower Manhattan, the Pentagon, and a field of Pennsylvania. Such a beautiful field are seared into our minds forever. We will never forget. Today, on this solemn anniversary of those monstrous attacks, 
We remember the 2,977 precious souls who were savagely taken from us on that morning 22 years ago, leaving a void that can never be filled, can never be filled. No matter what happens, it can never be filled. We will say a prayer for each of the beautiful families they left behind, whose pain is beyond comprehension. What they've gone through is not even believable. We honor the firefighters, the great New York PD, police department, what great people they are. They are so great. And the Port Authority officers, the Virginia, D.C., and Pentagon police, and the military service members and other first responders, actually all over the country, they acted with supreme heroism, and they went to the site of the most heinous crime. They would leave other states far away and go to the World Trade Center site, the Pentagon, they'd go to Pennsylvania, who in many cases gave their lives in the line of duty. God bless the memory of all of those who perished in the 9-11 attacks. We will never, ever forget. We will never forget you. We love you. God bless their families, and God bless America. Thank you. So it was like a few days after where Donald Trump showed up to, uh, to Lower Manhattan, to, to the site, and he uh he came with like an army of people and uh yeah i think they had they had truckloads of of stuff showing up so when you were down there working and i i was down there for for a long and an abnormal amount of time i'll say doing various things down there during the operations but it was um they had everything was there like they had all these tents set up with you know, whether it's food and clothes and supplies for anybody that needed the stuff while they were down there. Cause you basically lived down there. They canceled all days off, whether you were a cop, a fireman or, or a medic. And you basically were, were there uh, for the duration. And he, uh, he had, he was sending so much stuff. Didn't care. Just, just keep sending whatever, whatever is needed and coordinating and looked for no, there was no, no big notoriety of it. Like he was walking around down there and, um, there wasn't, it, it wasn't like, oh, oh, I'm here. Take pictures of me, which, um, there were people that went down there and made sure that they got into pictures, which I I thought was disgusting, but not him. You had, uh, that, that, uh, steak, um, chain. What was it? Um, Outback Steakhouse, I believe it was, had these big, like 30 foot grill trailers, right? And they were they were cooking steaks for everybody. It was um, they were, you know a lot a lot a lot of people. Just there was so much stuff to make sure everybody had what they needed while they were working. And Donald Trump was a huge part of that, uh, making stuff happen. But he'll ne- they'll, they'll never you know say all the good things he did. I mean, look what they're doing to Rudy Giuliani, and he was the mayor at the time, and uh, had you know you're a mayor of a city, you're not. And then all of a sudden, this this happens. It's like, oh, all right, what are we doing now? And and he did it. He managed to to pull the city through it. And and the the uniting of people were were unbelievable. Like if we had the same camaraderie and morale and unity that you had in, I'll say the the two weeks, well, we'll just say the the month after September 11th this country would be unstoppable. And maybe if that would have continued, we would have been able to weed out some of these disgusting anti-American 
commies early on, but you know, who knows? It is what it is. Anyway, so Trump did quite a bit of uh, traveling over the weekend. You remember the guy who's failing in health, who uh, is not, is, is going to end up uh, serving the rest of his life in prison. They're still on this kick, by the way, all of these. And it's not even coming from the left. It's coming from, again, these desperate DeSantards still are, are on this kick of Donald Trump's failing health. One of which because his brother died young because he was a fall down alcoholic. And, you know, because he, Donald Trump might have played 18 holes of golf and then there's pictures of him sweating because he played in 85 degree heat at Bedminster, that he has failing health. And it's such, it's such BS. This guy's getting on Trump Force One. He's flying here. He's flying there. He's on his feet two hours with, you know, making, uh, giving speeches and then going to football games and playing golf in the middle and all this, that someone who is of failing health is not doing any of that. So what's wild is that I know that these people that are saying it, they don't even, they don't even believe their own lies. It's so sick. These are people that used to be diehard Trump supporters and again, grifted off of his name for mass followings and everything else now are, are, are just spewing these lies about how he's a con man and everything else and taking the, the, the left-wing playbook and just taking the cover and putting the DeSantard playbook. That's what they're doing, and it's wild. So, again, he did some traveling, got a pretty, pretty big endorsement by a, from a, a governor who it's not listen it's not a huge like state like oh my god he 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 was Donald Trump got the governor of South Dakota to endorse him it's a great endorsement being that the governor of South Dakota is well known known Christy known I can't even talk Christy known who is big in the conservative republican movement was actually the only true governor uh that kept her state free and open during the COVID scandemic. Ron DeSantis can't even claim that, but they'll give him the credit for it because uh, he did, did allow shutdowns and had things shut down. <laughs> that was great. Lauren, oh my God. Rob DeSantis is 45 years old and has tits. Let's not talk about health. Not only that, but if you look at him, you know, he had a, he was not a, I wouldn't call him fat at one time, but he was heavy and he was a, a stocky guy, which is fine, but he lost a lot of weight really quick. And if you look at him and you, if you see, if you take a look at his neck and just look at him, I mean, he has that Ozempic look. And I mean, rumors have it, I guess we'll never know for sure. But if you look at him and you do a little research on that Ozempic, which is I like a, a, Satan's drug, if you ask me, it's uh. He has he has the looks of it. Like he just dosed himself with a crap load of Ozempic to get to really thin down, because I'd imagine somebody said maybe his controlling wife said, "Listen, Donald Trump is the guy he's you're running against, and he's older, he's a little heavier. You know, you really need to get into that. I'm 44, 45 years old, and I'm I'm in shape. Look at me, and blah blah blah, and." try to act like he's a Navy SEAL and he's not. He was a Navy JAG who was connected to a SEAL unit. Like, you're not a Navy SEAL, dude. 
You got Ozempic <laughs> hog. That's great. You got Ozempic titties. The Ozempic song. Do you know I don't even know the Ozempic song? And I don't want to know it because if it's stuck in your head, I don't want it stuck in mine. Yeah. It's wild. Ozempic makes you look like you have AIDS. Maybe Ron DeSantis has AIDS. Maybe it's not. Maybe he's not on Ozempic. All right, let's get into... Yeah. Donald Trump's first stop of the weekend was in South Dakota. Christy Nome. Now, I, I said early on when if there was someone that I'd like him to choose, she was for vice president, she was on the short list. But then I was like, eh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he would go there. He hasn't been to South Dakota since the, was it the July 4th fireworks that, you know, no one else will allow with Mount Rushmore in the background and things like that. Christy Nome did make comments recently saying if she got the phone call to be vice president, she would heavily consider it. Or maybe even she said she'd accept it, one or the other. She's endorsing him. So now, and I'm, I hear buzz that she may be on a short list, but he was there. I think they're going to do a, a crap load of polling, maybe about how that would work out and other research. And then um, I, I wouldn't be upset. I would actually be happy if he, uh, if he chose Christy Noem as his running mate. I think she could bring that, you know, female dynamic to the ticket, which I do believe uh, Donald Trump needs as far as the, uh, the female vote and the female support. I don't, I'll say this. There's no other woman that I want to see as Donald Trump's running mate. I do not want Carrie Lake as the vice president of the United States. I'm not saying I don't like Carrie Lake. I'm saying Carrie Lake brings no, no dynamic to the ticket other than um, being a, an echo to Donald Trump, I guess maybe is, is the word I'm looking for. She's she has no experience. I think Carrie Lake could be either great as a communications director, maybe a press secretary, maybe a deputy press secretary. She's got to start somewhere. She's never been in government. So I, I think not that that's a bad thing. I have my pros and cons with Carrie Lake. I think Carrie Lake is um, propped up to be more than she should be. Uh, I, I really wish she was governor of Arizona. I don't know. She's still fighting it in court. I don't know if she's going to run for Senate. Uh, there's buzz either way. But uh, I'm, I'm not a supporter of Carrie Lake uh, being, uh, being vice president. My number one pick is Byron Donalds out of Florida, but that's probably just not doable, seeing how he's a young congressman. He's making his way. There's a good chance that he may be uh, a, you know, a contender for becoming uh, Florida's next governor or maybe a senator. Who knows? Yeah, he does. He um, uh, he struggles in uh, in college age women uh, yeah, mostly, but you'd be surprised. Now there are a lot of younger women that are leaning towards uh, Donald Trump. One, I think. A lot has to do with what's happening to him, and um, who knows? I mean, polling is polling; it is what it is. But the important thing is, the imp I think one of the one of the biggest things here is that Christine Nome 
is a supporter of Donald Trump. She realizes it. She's kept her state free, and she endorsed him. Again, South Dakota, not a huge, important state, but it's, um, again, my yeah, and I agree. My, my pick was always Byron Donald's, but I don't think it's doable. So, I, you know, it's just one of those things. It is what it is. But anyway, Governor Christy Noem, South Dakota, she announced her endorsement of former President Donald Trump this Friday in Rapid City, South Dakota, at the South Dakota Republican Party's GOP Monumental Leaders Rally, calling him the fighter that our country needs. So there's a little clip. It's really short of her endorsing him, I believe. It is my honor to present to you the man in the arena. He is a man of significance. He is the leader, the fighter that our country needs. He has my full and complete endorsement for president of the United States of America. I will do everything I can to help him win and save this country. Ladies and gentlemen, the 45th and the 47th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. I like it. I do. So I think uh, good things may come out of that. I, I And what's great is this endorsement made, again, these DeSantards just melt down. That idiot, well, what he is on Twitter, reopen Chris. His name is Chris Nelson. He's a wannabe investigative reporter. He writes for like the Floridian and stuff. They, they, they The guy is a uh, a woman beater. He's a, as a drunk. I think he's a, uh, I'm I'm not even because there's no such thing as bisexual. The guy's gay. Uh, he likes men. Uh, he's a washed out DJ. Uh, I call him the smelly hippie. He was absolutely uh, just shaken like a like a, a shaken lib that Christy Nome endorsed uh, Donald Trump. Bill Mitchell, the other big DeSantard uh, influencer out there, you know, used grifted off Donald Trump. Looks like an aging lesbian, you know. Uh, it's um, he's another one that that actually was hoping when he first started supporting Ron DeSantis for uh, president. That was hoping that Ron DeSantis would pick Christy Nome as his VP pick, and uh, well, it looks like uh, that that ship has sailed because uh, she just turned around and endorsed the big bad orange boogeyman that lives rent free in all of their heads. So I think it's great that um, she endorsed him, and she also pointed out a few things. So she said that, well, apparently, you know, much anticipation was built around Noam's endorsement and Trump's appearance in the Mount Rushmore state on Friday, and there was speculation mounting around her as a potential running mate for Donald Trump should he win the nomination. Noam noted she has received a lot of questions from people across the country about tonight's event. She explained that South Dakota GOP Chairman John Wick organized the rally and had invited other candidates to come. And while they turned down invitation, Trump pledged to show up. Why would you have the South Dakota? This And this is the thing. South Dakota is not an important state in the presidency. It's not. It's just not. It is what it is. And I believe there were presidential candidates where their team had said, and they denied it, basically saying, yeah, we're not coming because it's not really a big deal. And you're not that significant and important in the realm of things for 2024 presidential primary. We have to spend all of our time in New Hampshire and Iowa because they are desperate. They're desperate. 
Yeah, I agree. Christy Noem definitely needs to eat about five hamburgers. She definitely needs some work there. I, I, I agreed, but I, I I do think that she um she would bring a lot to a uh, a Trump ticket at this point, and it's great to see that a very popular female Republican governor has come out and endorsed him. I think that's a I think that's a really really um, that in itself is big in the realm of things. Not big in my book, but it's 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 big in the in the realm of I guess uh, Republican politics that a and realize and there's another thing realize again and I just said it that Christy Noem was the only I think she's really the only governor that 100 percent kept her state open and free. During COVID, and she's like, "No, I'm not having it." Ron DeSantis, they'll say that and they'll give him that credit, but it's it's just categorically false that he did that because he didn't. There were shutdowns, there were checkpoints, there were uh, a lot of restrictions on on movement and things like that until he decided to play catch up. That's all he did. Christy Noem didn't play catch up. Christy Noem pointed out the crisis at the southern border, which is another thing. It's not just a a a southern uh, hog. I knew you were going to say that. You're great. Hog. <laughs> it's not just a southern border crisis anymore because they're coming into the northern border now, and they're not really reporting on that. I'll look into a little bit more of it, but I've been reading articles about people coming in through northern checkpoints, and we're talking about migrants from South American countries in Europe where they just completely say, you know what? The South is hot. Let's come in through the North. Like they're making arrests and detaining people and they're having, it's, it's, it's both borders now. And then every state is a, is a border state hypothetically because they're shipping them everywhere, everywhere. I mean, they're, they're, you have the New York city mayor who now wants to put the migrants on. He's, he's just overwhelmed and he's desperate and he wanted to be a sanctuary city. He wants to move and bust them out to where I am in the suburbs. And we're like, no, we're not having it. And then you have areas of New York City like Staten Island where that's a pretty big conservative stronghold of the five boroughs, pretty much the only one. And there were buses that had got sent there and they forced the buses to turn around and leave the borough, like, like pitchforks and torches in the street, figuratively. Like, nope, turn those buses around and get out of here. It's uh. It is what it is. But again, Donald Trump going to South Dakota, getting the endorsement from Christy Nome, and realize no matter – all right, listen. It's, it's politics. It's war. It's a primary. No matter what Donald Trump does, there will always be individuals out there that will attack him. So they had the Iowa State football game. And Donald Trump showed up. Ron DeSantis was there. And, of course, you have the Ron DeSantis people saying, oh, listen to the crowd, the audio. It was doctored. There were people booing for Donald Trump. Let me just stop and say, not every single person is going to cheer for Donald Trump. There's always going to be those people that are never Trumpers because, well, they're idiots. Or just despise him because they're glued to their idiot box, mostly boomers. And it's 
well, I have to see what MSNBC is saying. I even I have to see what Fox is saying. I have to see what this one's saying. And those are the people that are that that are telling me the truth. And that's the whole boomer population. So when you're programmed to see that and and you and and programmed to hate Donald Trump, when all you see is the negativity about him, because remember it's mainstream media programming. Well, yeah, you're gonna get booze. But the cheering obviously outweighs the the booing. Maybe you had ninety thousand people in a stadium, and you had five thousand people out of that ninety thousand booing. Would it be surprising? No. This whole thing. Oh, he was cheered. Oh, he was booed. Oh, the audio was dark. It's so stupid. It's ridiculous. Fact of the matter is, Trump went to Iowa State game and he dominated. He's going to frat houses. He's throwing signed footballs. He's flipping burgers. You know, it, it's so we got and we got a couple of the videos. Hold on a second. Here we go. Yeah, Trump rocks Iowa, Iowa State game, parties with frat, <laughs> flips burgers, throws football. All right. <clears throat> so here we go. Donald Trump is the center of attention in the Hawkeye State on Saturday. Now he was he was in South Dakota on Friday. And then boom, he's in Iowa on Saturday. Because people like you donate money to fuel up that big, beautiful jet, Trump Force One, so he can fly all over the country and trigger liberals, and trigger DeSantards. And that's why we should all keep doing it, giving the money to fuel that plane. That drives them crazy. You're paying a billionaire to fuel up his jet, his, his jet and to uh, uh, pay his lawyers. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to keep doing it. And we're going to keep doing it because it, it triggers DeSantards so much. I think that's what drives people to donate also, not that they, they just want to support Donald Trump, but being that they know it pisses off these idiot DeSantard influencers and the campaign of the meatball and also liberals. But in, in, at this point, it's like you're dealing with the same, the, the same people, you know? So, oh, yes, he's the leading GOP candidate for president. He partied with the Iowa State fraternity, flipped burgers, and even threw footballs into the crowd of those gathered to see him. And we got, here we go. Here he is. This is, uh, oh, this is him throwing footballs. Donald Trump. This is great. Let's, let's. <laughs> I'm just going to sign some footballs and, and throw them. President Trump signing. No uh, booze there. One of the footballs here. Heads up. President Trump, a uh, right hander on that. You know, the great thing is that these are college, these are college age kids. So it's nice to see that he's being, you know, cheered by that age demographic because they will always turn around 
and say, yeah, God bless your wife, Hog. I don't know how she puts up with you. So I, I, I agree. <laughs> it's good to see that this age demographic is is welcoming and, and going wild seeing uh, Donald Trump because, again, it's the whole, oh, well, it's, it's, it's just, uh, you know, a certain age group that accepts him. And, you know, the, the, the boomer population might be split and, the, and all this age stuff. The fact of the matter is, I truly believe because of the name recognition, yeah, believe it because it's true, Donald Trump could walk into anywhere. And again, he sucks the air out of the room. People accept him. You're always going to get the naysayers no matter what. I, on Friday night, was at a comedy show with the wife to see if you don't follow him, it's uh, Jason Scoop. He does an unbelievable Trump impersonation. I played his video last week, so he absolutely killed it, by the way. We're in a room of about 125 people. It was a smaller room of the comedy club. There were two comedy shows going, and he was, you know, he's a smaller upcoming comedian, but sold out. Boom. The room sold out. And he absolutely killed it in everything he did. So then he brought up, he brought up, I guess he wanted to feel out the room first. He brought up Donald Trump and the entire room, okay, erupted in cheers for Donald Trump. There were, I think, two people in the room and they were sitting in front of me, actually, and their boos weren't audible to the room and they didn't really boo. There, there was like, oh, God, Trump. But they were with people. There were four people at that table and the two, the four girls. And there were two other ones that were cheering on for Donald Trump. And there was no confrontation at that table. Maybe they were friends. Maybe they were family, whatever they were. But they didn't. And then there was a whole, he did a whole skit on Donald Trump. He did impersonations. He did other stuff. It was, it was funny. He told his story, how he had met Donald Trump in 2016 from a tattoo he got on his arm. So it was, it was, um, it was a great show. What was amazing is the, I'll say the blue bubble that I'm that I'm trapped in right now where I live. Although we do have we do have a decent amount now. We had like this shift on Long Island of uh Republican um leaders take over. Like my county executive is a Republican. We flipped all the congressional seats on Long Island to Republican. So that's great. New York itself again, it's a it's a commie blue bubble state. But it was really great to see the, the 125 people. It was also in the back corner of this room. And when they all walked in, me and my wife looked at each other and goes, oh, here comes the Williamsburg, Brooklyn hippie crowd, right? We're talking Jesus-looking beards, glasses, skinny jeans, tattoos, very just you would never, ever expect um, and it, Someone brought up weed and the guy, you know, they were all, that whole table was cheering. You never, you would think that these people had Donald Trump on their dartboards at home or, you know, on if they, things like that. No, they were all cheering everything about Donald Trump. And every time Jason Scoop would say something positive about Donald Trump, they would be included in the entire room. So that was really cool to see. Uh, oh, good morning, Brandy. Truth Fighter 3. That's Brandy. If you don't know who, who uh, Brandy is, Brandy, throw your, um, if you can, throw your Twitter handle in the chat. 
Brandy does some pretty crazy, amazing work with um, anti-child trafficking and things in the border, like boots on the ground. And if you want to throw your organization um, link in there to Brandy, you can. You should all go and give her a follow. She does uh, some pretty amazing things. She's also been on the. Uh, she's been on our evening show with James and I, which we'll have to cycle you back in through uh, Brandy. So, all right, another um, another video. Of Donald Trump showing up at the Alpha Gamma Row fraternity for for I can't even talk fraternity house on Saturday. Look at that crowd. No booze there. No booze there. They love to say it. Yeah. A lot of college girls in there liking Donald Trump, right? He still got it. That devil. And then, uh, yeah, this is the another the the, the pregame show. <laughs> Phones up. Yeah, I mean, you'll have the, you'll have the Desantis idiots. Oh, there's here it's fl flipping burgers. This is great. Uh -huh. Look at this, the best burger right there. There it is. <laughs> Nobody flips a burger like me. <laughs> Oh, that's great. And they're doing some fraternity champ chant there. Yeah, I mean, why not take why not take a picture of the with the entire fraternity? You know? Look. Thumbs up. How do you not love the guy? And you would figure the younger the younger generation, the younger crowd, would love him even more because hey, this guy, they're coming after him. Fuck these people that are coming after him. We're we're gonna support this guy. And uh, it, you know, it shows. It shows. He's uh, hold on. Ah, I didn't even see this one. That's great. That's great. That's great. I love it. All right, so here we go. This is he 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 arrives at Jack Trice Stadium for the game. Just look at the mob of people trying to get down. I feel bad for the Secret Service here on on what they had to go through, but this is this is pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, it's safe to say that there are a, a lot of people that were uh, happy to see him. And we'll play this last one.
trying to hand him MAGA hats to sign. Look. Has Ron DeSantis ever, or any of these other idiots, have they ever just commanded an area like this where they walk into a room and they get the reception that Donald Trump gets? I mean, do any of these morons walk into a room or a stadium and people start chanting USA because they see Ron DeSantis walking in in his stupid vest and his unibrow wife? I've never, ever heard it or see it. Maybe there's a video out there of Ron DeSantis walking in somewhere and the 22 people that are in front of him start chanting USA. Uh, I, you know, and prompted to, because that's the thing too. Nobody's prompting these people. There's no hype man to say, all right, when, when Donald Trump walks in, everybody starts chanting USA. That never happens. That never happens. So if, if that happens with uh, Ron, you know, Ron DeSantis, it wouldn't surprise me. All right, so listen. Fact of the matter is, Donald Trump, he's the front runner. He's loved. There are haters. There'll always be haters. But there are not enough haters to make, make him lose an election. So we all know how that comes. What's going on in the chat? Um, ah, everybody, if you're into Discord which I just, I have a Discord name. I'll get, I'll get active in there if we're all going to jump in. But right in the chat, get on the Discord. It's the chat platform. And as AP Unfiltered said, if you don't join, Michelle Obama will run for president. I'm not convinced that she's not going to run for president anyway. Or maybe Gavin Newsom's going to run. Maybe she's got to run to prove a point. My husband's not gay. He's gay and he's not your husband. <sighs> And you're a man, Big Mike. All right. Iran's inauguration was low energy compared to anything Trump does. Of course it was. But of course it was. Of course it was. All right, really quick. Before I get to the story, it's time. I'm going to do it. MyPatriotCigars.com. Oh, this week is going to be the debut on the Dilly Show as a sponsor. I think on, I think on the 14th, if I read the thing uh, correctly. So, MyPatriotCigars.com, cigars, merch, best cigars you'll ever smoke, best merch you'll ever wear. MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA, MAGA, 25% off, you get free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. And you can also buy a cigar for a deployed service member. We're, of course, at a deep discount where we make sure the cigars get to deployed service members all over the world and the country. And if we propel ourselves into World War III, we'll need a lot of cigars. So get your, uh, get your cigars, get a cigar for a service member, get a hat, get a shirt, mypatriotcigars.com. Promo code MAGA, 25% off. People are loving the cigars. I have now all of the young Republican clubs around wanting to do cigar events and things like that. So things are moving and I'm happy. And I appreciate everybody that's been supporting the brand. So 
I appreciate it. All right, moving on. New Mexico, commie New Mexico with the New Mexico governor. Who, by the way, listen, New Mexico elected. And there was a Trump-endorsed Republican running for that seat. And they chose for this vile twat who hates the Constitution. And she decided to issue an order suspending concealed carry for self-defense because there have been some uh, shootings which happen all over the country. And there aren't... Like, listen. You know, she did this. And what's wild is I figured immediately that my governor, Kathy Hochul, I she's horrible, horrible, vile, vile commie, would have done the same. And I and even Democrats are like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Listen, even David Hogg, Hogue, however you want to say his name, that activist who was, you know, the sand was he a Sandy Hook kid or something? I don't know where where he was allegedly where the shooting was, who wanted to sell pillows against Michael Dell, just got his he, the beta. You know who he is. He's coming out against New Mexico's governor basically canceling the Second Amendment in the state. So New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, with a big D next to her name, issued an order Friday suspending for 30 days state residents' rights to carry guns for self-defense in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The ban applies to concealed and open carry. She, she, really, she really stepped on her D here. Uh, The Associated Press reported that the governor made the move in response to gun violence in the city of Albuquerque. The ban on carrying guns begins September 8th and runs for 30 days, after which the governor will make a decision about extending it. He sounds familiar. We'll extend the uh, the emergency. When questioned about our order's impact on the Second Amendment, the governor stressed her belief that no constitutional right is intended to be absolute. Oh, we've heard that before, right? Governor of New Mexico just declared the First and Second Amendment does not exist due to an emergency. Under this legal theory, all of our rights are essentially eliminated. And here we go. The most tyrannical 60 seconds you've ever heard from a politician. Yeah. But your point is valid. You took an oath to the Constitution. Isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your, your carrying license? With one exception. And that is, if there's an emergency and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. In this emergency, this 11-year-old and all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. She's in overhead. She knows it. Their constitutional rights. Nope. I took an oath to uphold those two. And if we ignore this growing problem. Made up without stuff. Without being bold, I've said to every other New Mexican, your rights are subrogated to theirs. And they are not, in my view. But wait a minute, you're talking about crimes. There are already laws against the crimes, so how are there rights? But again, if I'm unsafe, who's standing up for that right? 
If this climate is so out exactly, of control, law enforcement. Somebody should do something. I'm doing as much as I know to do. No, you just ended your political uh, career. Do you really think that criminals are going to hear this message and not carry a gun in Albuquerque on the streets for 30 days? Uh, no. But here's what I do think. It's a pretty resounding message. You're kidding me, right? Like, first of all, the two guys next to the, the chief of the Albuquerque police, and I don't know who this other guy is. If you saw their their demeanor, they do not agree with her. Okay, she's the governor. This emergency, like literally, nothing she said made sense. So she just made a target for every citizen of Albuquerque, New Mexico, by saying that lawful citizens cannot exercise their Second Amendment right to carry a weapon, open or concealed, in order to defend themselves. So what does that say for the criminals in Albuquerque? And Albuquerque has a pretty high crime rate, apparently. At all, nobody's carrying a gun now. Let's go rob everybody. This, this is... I don't think I don't think we've ever seen anything like this before anywhere where this is not a this is not a democrat by the way this is literally this is this this is not a democrat she's labels herself as a democrat this is sick progressive commie like I, I don't even know what what to say so listen there is a I guess you could say uprising the good thing is, all right, so this was uh, yesterday. There was a um, protest in Albuquerque that the police did not intervene on in, which is great, is that they showed up, open carry, AR-15s, weapons in hand for a peaceful protest. This is great. This is Albuquerque, New Mexico, yesterday. Crime is riddled. Everybody's got guns. I've gone on two combat tours with the Marine Corps and fought on the front lines. I've done 11 trips as an independent contractor. She thinks she has the right to take away my freedom to protect my community. I don't think so. This will not stand. We will not comply. Look what the U.S. government did to the Native Americans. They tried to strip them of their rights. This is and the police are there. Apache brothers. You resisted to the very end. Navajos. We gotta be the same. Resilient. 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 Yeah, I need to keep an eye on this. I was traveling my 13 years in the wild to protect us. I'm an indigenous person. Thomas Jefferson? Is 
I wasn't at that one. No. no. Daniel Montano. You see most of our stuff usually on stuff. Anyway, you get the picture. This was a protest yesterday. Now, this this ban of concealed and open carry went into effect on the 8th, two days before this. Albuquerque police is not there in force locking all these people up and putting them in, 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 uh, in handcuffs. As a matter of fact, on the contrary, the Albuquerque district attorney who is charged with uh, enforcing, like, you know, the top cop of Albuquerque, who, who's charged with enforcing uh, the law with local law enforcement and bringing charges against criminals for criminal offenses. So there's no law here to be broken. There's no law on the books about there. The law in Albuquerque, New Mexico is open carry or, or concealed, whatever it is. Albuquerque DA has come out and made it clear will not enforce New Mexico's New Mexico governor's concealed carry ban. That ends it. Not only to mention there's elected sheriffs for that county that are saying, we're not going to enforce this. And I agree. Sheriffs should remove her immediately. There are now Republicans within the New Mexico state government that are calling, I think two of them have brought it up within the past 24, 48 hours, to impeach her. Because this is complete overstepping. I mean, she's breaking the law, in this, I would imagine. So Bernalillo County District Attorney San Bregman made clear Saturday he will not be enforcing New Mexico Governor a 30-day ban on concealed carry. Uh, Grisham issued the, her order on Friday, September 8th, and it went to effect the same day. The ban bars the carrying of handguns in public and covers both open and concealed carry. It applies to cities like Albuquerque, which is located in Bernalillo County. Grisham ban applies to licensed concealed carry. So law-abiding citizens who had to go through a process to get those permits, which is, you know, goes against the Constitution as well, but law-abiding citizens now unable to defend themselves, criminals, criminals, cartels, gang members, whatever it is, are not, they don't, they don't care about this. So they, they care about this and the fact that they know people may listen and they'll they'll target those people. And there, there she is with Joe Biden. Look at her just being all commie-like. So the DA Bregman, he stood against the ban on Saturday, explaining that he will not enforce it. As an officer of the court, I cannot and will not enforce something that is clearly unconstitutional. He added, this office will continue to focus on criminals of any age that use guns in the commission of a crime, meaning criminals and most likely illegal guns. But of course, listen, there are people who have who are licensed to carry guns who commit crimes and end up losing their permit and license to carry and still possibly will because now they're a criminal. I'm talking about the criminals out there that never had a concealed or open carry permit or license and they're out there committing crimes. This this does not help. It 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 makes it worse. New Mexico State John Block, a Republican, responded to Grisham's order by calling for the governor's impeachment. He did that on Twitter. Impeach and remove Lujan. I don't even know how to say a name. I don't care. Grisham. We even have Elon behind us on this. I think Elon Musk made some sort of a comment on it. So Albuquerque Police Chief, the AP observed Albuquerque Police Chief 
Harold Medina responded to the governor's order by making clear he will not enforce it. So the Albuquerque police chief will not enforce it. The DA of the county that covers Albuquerque, New Mexico, will not enforce it. And this is what we need. We need more of this. When uh, tyrannical government pieces of shit, when tyrants come out and try to trample over our Constitution and our freedoms and our rights, we need more of this. Not one shot was fired. Not one window was broken. Not one barricade was thrown. Not one punch was thrown. Not one can of mace was deployed. And it's clearly not going to fly this tyrant order. So no, nobody of any significance, as far as law enforcement goes, are going to make any moves to lock up law-abiding citizens who have gun carry permits. The only thing, I mean... And, and I could be, I don't know New Mexico's gun laws. If the, these are licensed gun carriers where there's a licensing process and you have a license, would the next step be, could she go along with saying, hey, who's the licensing agent? I want, I want all licenses revoked or all licenses just pulled for a temporary uh, amount of time. Now they can't. I, I, I think she realizes she's in way too deep and it's not going to happen. And again, New Mexico governor faces call for impeachment after banning concealed carry. I want to get to one more one more uh, story. It may go a little over, but not long. I only wanted to go an hour today. So, again, more January 6th nonsense. And I didn't even know about this one. This is, this is actually the first. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about the state police, but... Albuquerque, New Mexico police, the chief, the chief of police said he wouldn't enforce it. There was an elected sheriff. I don't know if that's Bernalillo County, but there is an elected sheriff who said he's not going to enforce it and have his deputies enforce it. And the Bernalillo County district attorney, who would be in charge of prosecuting crimes in that jurisdiction, will not prosecute any crimes that have to do with the emergency order that this tyrant has instilled on canceling anybody's Second Amendment right. All right, January 6th. This is a heartbreaking story. Mother and son, mother and son. Hey, mom, let's go to January 6th and not commit any violence, and then we'll do prison time together. Mother and son sentenced to almost five years in prison for walking through open door at U.S. Capitol. And here are the mugshots. Mother and son. Doors that were opened by the Capitol Police, by the way. Eric Munkel, 32, is a January 6th political prisoner, along with his mother, Lisa Einhardt, who's, uh, Eisenhardt, who's 59. Eric escorted his mother to Washington, D.C. on January 6th. There were one over a million Trump supporters who came to Washington, D.C. to protest their grievances about the stolen presidential election. The action is guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution. According to the American Gulag website, a project of the Gateway Pundit, Eric, Eric Munkel entered the Capitol with a cell phone attached to his chest. He's pictured next to a mob of people who attacked two police officers and pursued them. Munkle admits to having a taser with him that day for self-protection and to protect his mother. He accompanied his mother, Lisa Eisenhart. Ms. Eisenhart wanted to attend President Trump's rally and be a part of the events that day despite having an injured shoulder. So... Oh, this is the guy, Eric, who apparently had zip ties on him. 
they're going into this whole thing that I'm not going to read. Here's a picture of him and his mother. Yeah, they look like big-time insurrectionists. The mother with the hurt hurt shoulder. Um, it's wild. Five years for showing for oh, for walking through a door, didn't hurt anybody, and just it, it, it's crazy. They're sentenced to five years. Prior to prior to the judge handing down his sentence, Eric gave Eric gave a statement of remorse and acceptance of his actions. It took place on January 6th, stating that he wants to continue to set forth an example for his firstborn. Although it was acknowledged that their actions were significantly more mild than other defendants, even calling them basically good people, Judge Lamberth sentenced Eric Munkle to the maximum of 57 months with $2,000 in restitution and 36 months of supervised release. His mother, Lisa Eisenhart, was sentenced below the guidelines at 30 months with $2,000 of restitution and 36 months of supervised release. Oh, so mom gets out before son. Well, thank thank God for that. Oh, thank God for that. They're mostly good people. That's wild. It's 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 really wild. This is what this is this is what they're doing. <sighs> yep. And it's not going to stop. They're going to keep sentencing people like this. Mother and son. It just imagine you go there with your mother. She's got an injured soul. You know, they went into the Capitol, not looking to kill anybody, not looking to overthrow the government. You know, uh, you, you you can interpret the taser in any way you want. You're not over. You're not over overthrowing a government with a taser. It's just um, it's just beyond me. So. Really quick on the January 6th, an update with Enrico Tario, who was sentenced to 22 years. Brad Boy's leader, Enrique Tario, drops bombshell names. Top Biden DOJ attorneys who told him to lie on Trump and sign false statements. And we know that this happens. They talk about the Roger Stone case here and there where they wanted to him the bear false witness against his longtime friend, Donald Trump, on BS, on complete bullshit, fabricated lies the russia hoax and everything else and he wouldn't do it so they went after him for that there is an audio here from a twitter space that i want to play uh, and i this i believe this is enrique tario to have these people subpoenaed if possible yeah. Yeah. yeah and if we can get those names specific names then we can start taking action on things like that and if we can't there's nothing we can do with the the allegation of it but we can dig into it if you have them and i would appreciate it publicly or otherwise i don't care how it is you can find us, you know how to, your people know how to get in touch oh. with us, but uh, Gateway Pundit or otherwise. I, I can give you two very public names that were in the room that day, and that, that name is Jason McCullough, which is the main prosecutor in our case, and the supervisor, which is right under Michael Graves, uh, and her name is uh, Jocelyn Valentine. Um, and there was many times that they, they stepped out of the room to talk to their higher-ups, um, and there's no more higher up than Mr. Michael Graves, and on top of that is Mr. Merrick Garland, and as we know, on top of that is two other people, which is the Biden and Harris White House. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that they're working together, but yes, uh, I agree with you. Um, I'm a person that, that, that we need hard, we need a smoking gun, and we need proof. Okay? And uh, those two names, and uh, I will be speaking with my attorneys on a couple of other things, 
Yeah, follow up to that. Were there any FBI personnel that were in the room at that time? Did you have any investigators that were there? There were two FBI agents in the room. I, I don't remember their names, but one of them is a, a shorter FBI agent that was in our trial. I'm sure somebody somebody has the name. Uh, with a helicopter pilot. Um, she said that on the stand. I forgot what her name is. Um, and there was another FBI agent there in the room, too. So. Because those people would lose their careers if they lied under oath, if they were questioned about this. And this thing is actually worth uh, pursuing that way. Anyway, I just want to touch that. I really appreciate it. Stand strong. Uh, praying for you, man. So there you go. Enrico Tario dropping names of a federal prosecutor in the room and a federal prosecutor supervisor in the room who had to leave the room to talk to other higher ups. And according to Enrique Tario, and of course, he'll discredit him because now he's a convicted felon facing 22 years that those people told him to lie on Donald Trump and sign false statements, and he would not do it. And there were two FBI agents in the room. Yes, that should be pursued. It sounds like entrapment. It sounds like, do yeah, do this, or you're going to spend a really long time in jail, as long as we could possibly put you there. All a conspiracy to throw shade, discredit, convict, in prison, remove the chances of him ever holding office again, just going against uh, Donald Trump. So, and it's not going to stop people. They're going to they're keep going. You know, there are reports now that Mark Meadows, they say, is going to flip on Donald Trump to save his own skin. First of all, in order to flip, there has to be crimes. It's a matter of, are any of these witnesses that are indicted with Donald Trump going to the word flip, it's stupid because there are no crimes. You, everyone can see that. It's a lie. Are any of these witnesses going to lie to save their own ass? Like Enrique Tarrio refused to do it. Roger Stone refused to do it. Uh, there are others that are refusing to do it. Who's going to be the one or the ones to lie? Okay. So... Well, you, would the meeting with Tario and the prosecutor have been recorded? I'd imagine that the room itself may be, may be recorded, or it's not really an interrogation. That's a good question. I don't know. But even if it was supposed to be recorded, you think something like that they would have record of? I mean, no. Yeah, I, I hear Meadows won't. And again, I'm not going to use the word flip because there's nothing to flip. I, flip in the terms of lie. I don't I don't think Mark Meadows will either. I think it's all just buzz in the media just trying to get people riled up to um uh show that listen, we got we we got Donald Trump this time. We got his we got his chief of staff that that that's going to flip on him and give us all the dirt and tell us where all the bodies are buried. And I, I just don't see it. I don't see it at all. I want to end on this video. I just I saw it. It's um it's, it's five minutes, but it's funny. A life-size pop-up of Joe Biden was put in Nashville, and people were asked to comment about it. Nashville, Tennessee. And I think we should uh, watch. Joe Biden! <laughs> if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Hold up.
Wait a minute. Yo, what's up, guys? We're in downtown Nashville. We have Joe Biden here. We're asking people to say whatever they want to Joe Biden. Let's go. For the record, I hate Benny Johnson. For the record. You are awful. You are awful. You're ruining our country. You suck. I hate you and you ruin America. You suck. Come on, man. Trump is so much better. What's the one thing you told Joe Biden? The economy sucks. It sucks. It is terrible. It sucks. Get the economy free. And today we have the strongest economy in the world. Why the m you lying? Why you always lying? That's the truth. Now don't make a lie. No, I know you want to smell my hair. <laughs> now you're too old, pal. You're too old. How old are you? You're 11 years old. Oh, he's so creepy. Talk to me before we leave, okay? <laughs> I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental fit, my physical as well as my mental fitness. Oh no. Oh no, you oh, you're retarded. <laughs> oh. They had to take the top of my head off a couple times. <laughs> See if I had a brain, but Please resign. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Get out of office. <laughs> <laughs> Just get out of here, you stupid Dumb Just keep making more jobs, more highways, make it all happen, buddy. What? Forget my friend. Let me go, man. Just wake up. Wait for you to wake up, man. <laughs> wake up, Joe. Wake up. <laughs> You're a pervert. <laughs> and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Oh! Service, Joe. <laughs> Beta. Oh my God. You serious? As you can tell, I've only been around a few years. <laughs> oh man. Like 400. How'd you trip? How? Three steps. Three. He's more machine man than man. Twisted and evil. All your policies suck. Good freaking luck on the next All right, you get the point. We don't have to go through the whole five-minute video. I think it's great stuff like this happening out in public. Yes, and I'll say it again. I despise Benny Johnson. I think he's a cuck beta. And, uh, you know... All right, he actually made this good edit himself, but he typically likes to steal other people's video videos, especially the memers, and 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 put them out like like pass them off as 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 his own. Um, I just I think he's a phony, Benny Johnson, and he's another guy for clicks and views. So, but I think the content itself, forget about Benny Johnson, that douchebag. But these uh these 
I think these people are great. And I think it's pretty also wild how that you get the one or two people that actually think Joe Biden is doing a good job, but I believe in their head, they want to, they want to believe anything other than, Oh my God, is there a possibility Donald Trump could come back? So yes, the giveaway promo, which I forgot to mention earlier, uh, the book, the art of the tweet. Here it is. Not this one. I have an extra. It's just in plastic. It's a $45 book. All the tweets Donald Trump has tweeted, even since back 2012, some of his most notable tweets before he got banned. We're doing a giveaway. This book, a uh, the We the People trucker hat, Patriot cigar hat, stickers, some other stuff that, you know, when you win, you'll you'll get some some bonus swag. It is a raffle, I guess you could say. If you go to mypatriotcigars.com, the way to enter is you buy a cigar for a deployed service member. So you're doing good for a service member. You're buying them a cigar. Every cigar you buy gives you an opportunity to win. Every cigar you buy is a ticket to the raffle. Use promo code MAG on the website. You'll still get 25% off. The cigars for service members are $9.95, but you'll get 25% off that. You buy one cigar, you get one entry. You buy 10 cigars, you get 10 entries. And we're going to run this for the entire length of the month. I'll see how it goes if we have to extend it. Sometime in October, we will do the uh, the random pull for it, and I'll be sending somebody a, uh, a whole the book and a bunch of other merch, uh, patriotic merch and, and Patriot Cigar Company merch. So for the giveaway, fundraiser, buy a cigar for a deployed service member, $9.95. We'll get you a cigar. That's before you hit the MAGA promo code for the 25% off. And each cigar will get you a chance to enter the raffle. All right, everybody. That's it. We got, I think I got through everything I wanted to get through. I appreciate it. Again, listen, hit the like, hit the, the, the thumbs up, wherever you're watching, share the link on your social media, get people to engage in the chat, join the discord. Uh, just again, follow, follow, promote. You guys are always great. You're here every morning. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, today's Monday. I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. We'll see what's uh, popping in the news. And maybe we'll, we'll do some dunking on uh, sleepy Joe Biden. And um, uh, tomorrow night, We the People Radio, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll be, uh, be with my co-host again, James Curry. We, we didn't have any, uh, any night shows this past week. It is September 11th. Say a prayer. Say a prayer for those lost. You know, just keep, um, keep people in your thoughts. And, uh, yeah, that's I'm actually literally so... September 11th every year, I I do nothing. It's just my thing. I just kind of, I don't work. I don't, I don't do, uh, I really don't do anything. I just kind of hang out. And uh, yeah, just another, like I extend, I'm extending the weekend another day. And that's, that's how my day is going to go. So, all right, everybody, I will be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. Hit the follow, hit the like. I appreciate everything uh, you guys do out there. Keep up the good fight. As always, MAGA Hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow morning.